Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist to that news. My name's Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Staub. I thought for this episode, I uh, will let you ask me anything. Oh, okay. AMA yeah. for Matthew Staub? An AMA. When was your first pizza job? Oh, wait, we've heard that story <laughs> 50 times. <laughs> Those of you not familiar with Reddit, uh, the reason I say to ask me anything is there was some news. Another thing people are going crazy about last week. End of last week, so... When this episode comes out two weeks ago, I suppose. Yeah. So basically, the one of the employees who I believe was in charge of the Ask Me Anything subreddit, which is a, a forum for basically it's people go on there and they say Ask Me Anything, and then the people on Reddit can ask them questions and they'll answer them. That, that's what that is. But the the, the person that was, and it's one of the, it's one of the most popular subreddits. And in case people don't. You know, some people may not be aware of what Reddit is, so just really quick. If if first, if you haven't gone there, go ahead and go there. It's R E D D I T dot com. Pretty popular site, really interesting. You can kind of get lost into the different subreddits because you different basically have a different subreddit for every topic that you can think of. And so one of the most popular ones is a subreddit called IAMA. And you'll have many celebrities or you know, different people that have certain specialties or in a certain industries that will go on there for a couple hours and basically answer a bunch of questions that you would ask. Very, very fascinating, actually. Yeah. So the person that was responsible for managing the Ask Me Anything, they recently got fired and they thought it was possibly over this AMA that went awry with Jesse Jackson, which I haven't really read into that and saw what was so bad, but that's what people believe was the case of the determination. But Ellen Powell, CEO of Reddit, and others say, no, that's definitely not the case. And it kind of sparked a not only a backlash with the people that visited and read it, but the people that are managing all these, a lot of these bigger subreddits did a thing where they made them go dark, causing even more of a, <laughs> a more of an outcry, I guess, from, from all the people involved. Yeah. So basically it was like a period of nine hours where all these pretty popular Reddits went dark. I missed it because I was I when I went on it was like everyone was talking about how it went dark and there was so it wasn't really affected but apparently when what I mean what they mean is basically they make the subreddit private so that unless you are permitted through the moderator you can't access it and the number of reddits subreddits that actually went dark was such that it basically ended up being most of the most of the user population that couldn't access the site yeah so obviously not good for reddit and it while it was only temporary I mean it was much bigger news after the fact than during, I think, from the broader population. But for the people that were really into Reddit, then, you know, they were probably outraged during that time. So this person was an employee, I believe. Yeah. But it brings up the question, you know, I'm sure there's going to be claims, some sort of wrongful termination, et cetera. But it brings up the idea of these other people that are moderating or these people that are moderating all these different subreddits. Like you said, there's, you know, probably thousands of them, right? Or at least hundreds. Definitely hundreds. I would definitely say thousands, if not tens of thousands. Yeah. So these people are volunteers that are, that because you need moderators or else things get out of hand. Maybe not for the obscure ones, but for the ones that enough people go to, they have these people volunteering to 
you know, essentially be the administrator of these of these different subreddits. And it begs the question of, well, these people are providing services for Reddit. Shouldn't they be paid, even though they may have agreed they were volunteers, which is a pretty interesting legal question. But, you know, with in a situation where the CEO might have made the wrong call and everyone got upset at her, uh, you know, this could be brought to the forefront now. Yeah. And, and I think when people start talking about, OK, should volunteers be paid or do they have a legal right to get paid? Everyone's kind of like, well, that's obvious. Why would they be entitled to anything? But in actuality, the the legal analysis is not as easy as that, I should say. A bad example of, a, of, of such a legal argument is when, we and we covered this, it was almost a year and a half ago or so, or a year ago, I, I can't recall. I think it was in 2013, if I recall. So a year and a half, where... Yelp reviewers filed a class action to be able to basically get paid as employees for their volunteering to leave reviews. This seems awfully silly. And I think that ended up being dismissed. I can't remember, somehow they lost. I can't remember what the nature of it is. But what is the definition of a volunteer versus of an employee? And when you have a volunteer that's actually volunteering for something, a nonprofit organization, it's much clearer. It's pretty easy to maintain that status. Yeah. But when they're volunteering to a for-profit and doing things that employee may do, then it's like, okay, what's going on here? There's, you know, and and especially if if that particular volunteer receives some kind of benefit from it, even if it's not tangible or if it's like something small, like oh, here's a free T-shirt or something to that effect, it can even get even worse for you in the possibility of it, that person being classified as a employer employee. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not as familiar with Reddit as you are. I mean, it is a for-profit business. I just don't know how much of a, of a profit they're making. It's one of the, it's one of the most popular sites on the internet. So, and they do have advertising and so I, I would, I don't know how much they make, but I would assume they're doing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I you know, advertising like we discussed before in the on Monday's episode, there's a value in behind the if there's any personal data that's logged in there, you know, it's something that could have some value as well. They might not necessarily be profiting off of it, but they do classify themselves as for profit. So it does make it a much harder determination of, you know, these people that are volunteering their time, whether they should be getting paid for it. I mean, I don't know the relationship. I don't know if it works kind of both ways in that Reddit seeks out people to be moderators based on their time they spend on the site and other things, or if people literally volunteer themselves a one more a more unilateral thing and say, hey, I want to be a moderator on this subreddit. So This whole reaction is a little weird if you think about it. I mean, I, I understand it, but at the same time, I also understand Reddit's or the CEO's position. It's like, okay, we're, we're terminating an employee. Why should we have to communicate to all the moderators why we're terminating them? They're not employees. They're not part of our company. They just moderate some subreddit on our on our website. And what's the big deal? Because these moderators are complaining like, oh, why didn't you communicate to us when they were, you're going to terminate them as if they had some obligation to do so? This whole reaction was kind of overblown. And I think it just kind of snowballed from there because people like controversy and so forth. I mean, I paid attention to it and I was... I was like, yeah, the moderators are right. What's what's up with that? And I didn't even know really what I was advocating for. But the reality is Reddit's biggest mistake and biggest risk is that its subreddits are run by moderators and by just people like, you know, individuals that are volunteering. 
And if there's this contention that, okay, they should be paid or, you know, if this is a business, what's their role and what's their involvement in all this, it can really be a vulnerable place for for the site. And this this applies to other websites that value group group sourcing of their data in the sense that there's a lot of sites that have and a lot of startups that involve other people doing things on a voluntary basis to make the community work, whether it's social media, whether it is reviewing sites, or whether it's forums. I'm, I'm glad you used the word community because that's another dis- discussion topic as well about, oh, is this just a community or is it a business? Well, I mean, I don't think a community is going to get $50 million round of financing from some VCs and no, it's, I think it's pretty clear this is a business. Like I said, I don't know how much money they're actually making or what the financial stake is, but it's more than just a a forum where, I mean, they have employees. And it's and Here's the problem. Is there, and I don't know about the CEO, but it seems like a lot of the other people involved are kind of viewing this as more of a community. It's a, a forum online, like a loose set of rules. When this needs to be considered a business, it needs to be run like a business and you know, if there are employees, they need to be handled the right way. And I don't know about the legitimacy of how the person was terminated, but if that's the decision they wanted to make, then they, she did it the right way, I guess. I mean, it's, it's just how business works. What's also interesting is that this Ellen Powell just lost a gender discrimination lawsuit against, I think it was either a VC firm or was it a another company, right? Or something to that effect. A previous one, yeah. She just lost some gender discrimination lawsuit. And, you know, we, we've talked about this, you know, discrimination, wrongful termination kind of lawsuits. And and typically what happens and what's related to those kinds of terminations is because the employee feels somehow that whatever reason they're being fired for is not legitimate. And somehow it's it's not communicated with them. And very rarely is it because that the employee is just crazy and irrational. Oftentimes it's mismanagement of the employer who's terminating. And, you know, I always say it doesn't matter if your employee is just horrible or they don't believe that they're a bad employee. It's not an excuse. As an employer, you have to be able to communicate to your employee so that you can defend yourself if they come back and say that it was wrongful termination for some other reason whether it's some kind of disability or some other discriminatory uh, basis, whether it's race, sex, or et cetera. And so it is a little ironic that her as a CEO terminates one of her employees and somehow it wasn't handled well. You would think that in her previous experience, she would have handled such a termination a little bit more delicately, which, by the way, I don't know what she did wrong and why she had an obligation to communicate to the moderators, nor do we actually know why the individual employee was fired. I don't think that that's yeah. been. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's, you said, you know, funny how she didn't handle this well. I mean, we don't even really know. She could have handled it just fine. And maybe everyone, <laughs> yeah, everyone perfectly. just really liked that person that got terminated. And like, if that's, you know, that, that's just going to happen. Like I said, it's a business. I mean, that's, that's how it works. Yeah, you're right. And, and people are blaming her for not handling the termination. Well, reality is she just didn't handle the the PR part of it well. And that's just, that's not, you know, that's a much different thing. You know, it's, it's like, it's like firing a favorite in the office and okay, maybe between you and the employee, that's fine, but you gotta, you gotta understand how the morale is going to be after the day after and handling that's a, it's a different strategy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you're right on that. And that's the big thing. And, you know, if anything, it seems like 
well, we'll, we'll find out if she didn't handle the termination well or correctly because there'll be a lawsuit. And even if there is a lawsuit, yeah, we don't, right. it could still mean she handled it well and is just trying to get some money. But yeah, the, the PR side of it, which like you said, if someone having gone through a huge gender discrimination suit, probably should have thought a little bit more about it. But hey, I mean, that's, that's how it works. I was thinking, we were, we were talking about whether we covered this gender discrimination lawsuit when it happened, but because the name sound, sounded familiar, but apparently not. I don't think we've covered it. I still think we did. I think we might have covered this lawsuit, the, the previous one. Maybe tangentially or something. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He stole my word, too. Tangentially? Yeah. I don't know how to spell that, though. That's my only problem. I would need a spell check on that. That's yeah. That's why spell check exists. <laughs> Got to get close. I'll, I'll give you $5 right now if you can spell tangentially without checking. I know it's spelled tangent. So T-A-N-G-E-N-T-I-A-L-Y. Oh. Two L's? Two L's. Oh, yeah, two L's. Man, I almost said that. And I think, I think it, it helped a lot once you found out the, the root of the word, which was tangent, and then the rest, rest should have been easy, but you missed the second L. All right, well, you know, thanks for joining us on our uh, second episode of Legally Sound and Smart Spelling. You know, one last thing on that, the double L thing. The last time I was in a spelling bee, I spelled a word wrong that had two L's and I only said one. So that <laughs> must be my thing. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Keep us on, keep us smart. By the way, I think you owe me $5. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.